Welcome to the Point of Impact Podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now here's Rick. Well, welcome to another episode of Point of Impact Podcast. And last week we started to talk about stress and I talked about the positives of stress, which maybe some of you were surprised to think that there could be positives, but I think we showed that there were some positives. But today we will shift to looking at some excellent stress busting strategies. But before we get into it, I just want to again tell you that I have a new book coming out in October, You Got Style, How Discovering Your Personal Style Impacts Your Faith, Family, Finances, and Much More. It is a groundbreaking book. It is not a book about the Enneagram or strengths or personalities, although the insights are the same in terms of helping you to understand yourself and others better, but it has a unique perspective and angle, and that is the styles that each of us have, our learning styles, our decision styles, financial styles, thinking styles, spiritual styles, all kinds of styles that we have. And the book is just filled with all this insight that you can learn about yourself and about others. And I'm looking for a group of people who can be a part of my launch team for this book. And what that means is that you would agree to get a copy, you'll get a free copy, an advanced copy of the book. You'll read it and you'll uh, write a review. We'll give you a template to help you do that so you don't have to sort of invent it, post on social media about it. And in response to that, you will receive from us an opportunity to be a part of a special Facebook group and you will get an opportunity to interact with me through that. And you'll also receive a great, great beneficial course called Fear Less. That's where you can learn about how to have less fear of the future, less financial fears, less fear of rejection. It's, gonna, it's a great course. It comes with a workbook. And that's like a $99 value, but you'll get that when you read the book and write a review, you will get that for free for, for being a part of the launch team. So I hope you'll take advantage of it. If you'd like to do that, don't delay because we're going to have to close out this launch team at some point here. Once we reach our, our full numbers that we're looking for, you go to rickmcdaniel.com, just rickmcdaniel.com and just click the contact right at the top right. And just fill out the information, your your email, and just say, hey, I want to be part of the You Got Style launch team and send the email out and we will put you on the list and you will be hearing from us very soon. So I hope you'll take advantage of that. Okay, so last week I kind of threw you a curve and said, hey, stress is good and here's why it's good. Keep it from becoming distressed, but you can have stress. It can actually benefit you in a number of ways. And if you didn't listen to that episode, you definitely need to. But today, we will talk about the kinds of things that most of you think of when you think about how can you help me deal with my stress. Do you need help with your stress? Yeah, you, you probably do. Who doesn't? Here's what uh, Dr. David Spiegel, who's the director uh, for the center on stress and health at Stanford University School of Medicine. Here's what he said. A good model of stress management is to be troubled, do something about it, and get beyond it. 
bad model is to avoid it and let it accumulate. So we're going to work on the good model, stress management. Be troubled, do something about it, and get beyond it. That's what we're going to focus on today. We can learn to reduce the intensity of our stress, and we can learn how to manage it. Stress management. That can be done, and that is what this episode is all about. And It's important, and I hope that you will listen closely. Stress is the trash of modern life. That's what Dan Zappé said. We all generate it, but if we don't dispose of it properly, it will pile up and overtake our lives. Stress is the trash of modern life. We all generate it. We generate trash physically, and we generate it through stress, and so we have to dispose of it properly. That's what we have to focus on. How do we do that properly? By the way, here's a little fun factoid for you. Guess what stressed is spelled backward? Desserts. Yeah, stressed spelled backwards is desserts. So that's, that's just a fun little factoid. I, I don't know that can help you too much, but it may give you a little chuckle. It may help you next time you're stressing. Spelled backwards, this is desserts. Let's go get dessert. Is that one of your stress-busting strategies, Rick? Getting dessert? No, it isn't. But here's the first one. Set clear boundaries. When we say yes to everything, it's too stressful. So you have to begin to learn to say no. Now, I've spoken on this before, and written on it. And we could probably delve into this a lot more, just this whole idea of saying no, and maybe we'll do that in a future episode. But let's just, for now, say you've got to learn how to say no. There's nothing wrong with saying no. People-pleasing causes you to be controlled by the needs of other people. And it's just too stressful. It's just too much. No one can handle that much. You've got to clarify your priorities. When you do that, it helps you to have clear boundaries. So you need to just ask yourself, do I want pressure or do I want priorities? And I would strongly encourage you to go for priorities. You have to determine what your priorities are. No one can do that for you. You have to establish them. If I would ask you today, what are your priorities? You should be able to list them out. And if you can't, then uh, that's, that's step number one. Step number one to reducing stress is you've got to understand what your priorities are because then that helps you say yes to the things that are priorities in your life and no to the things that aren't. That helps you then not to be controlled by what other people want, but what it is that you want. Clarifying your priorities is crucial to establishing those boundaries that are so central to healthy life, to good mental health. And part of boundaries has to do with technology. I think this is just really something that has to be addressed by all of us in the world in which we live today. How, how are we allowing technology to cross boundaries in our lives? How is it that by having our phone permanently attached to us everywhere we go, how does that impact our lives? Reading emails that shouldn't be read. There's times of the day you shouldn't be reading emails. Going on social media, learning things about other people that, that are hurtful to you or that cause you to have comparison envy and jealousy because, again, they're putting their highlights on social media and you're seeing those 
looking at things constantly, bringing your phone. I never bring my phone into the bedroom. Never. Uh-uh. Stays out. Side. How about just turn your phone off and go to bed? How about that? You'll have a lot better sleep. Sleep is a great stress reducer. How's your sleep doing? I bet you it's being impacted by social media, by technology. You've got to control it. You've got to have clear boundaries about when you're going to look at your phone and how you're going to interact with all the stuff that's on that phone. If you don't, you don't have clear boundaries and without clear boundaries, you're going to have greater stress. It's, it's just that simple. There's nothing else to say about it. So first you have to set clear boundaries. People who are stressed out or people don't have clear boundaries. You can manage your stress when, when you have priorities and those priorities define what your boundaries are, what you will say yes to, what you will say no to, how you will live your life. Here's another strategy, manage your expectations. Things cannot always go your way. It's, just, it's impossible. Life is filled with many different challenges. Just get that clear. The New England Patriots are as successful a sports franchise as we have seen in the last 20 years. It, their dominance is incredible, especially in the most popular sport in America, football and a very hard sport to have sustained success, unlike other sports where it's easier to do. Baseball is easier, basketball is easier. Football is very hard for a number of, of reasons. It's hard to stay successful. The way they schedule, the, the way the, the uh, draft works, draft picks, financial issues. And here's one of the things that the Patriots have. It's in their locker room. It says, manage your expectations. I mean, think about it. The team that's won more Super Bowls than anybody else in the last 20 years, manage your expectations. You can be in a constant state of stress if you don't manage your expectations. Let that sink in. Let me say it again. You can be in a constant state of stress if you don't manage your expectations. Now, can I just tell you something? I know a lot about this because I am a guy with high expectations. I have had to work hard hard, hard on this. There was a song out a number of years ago, The King Wishful Thinking. The first time my wife ever heard it, she started laughing. She said, wow, that's your song, Rick. That's you. You're the king of wishful thinking. I'm the guy that thinks everything's always going to work out. Everything's We're always going to win. You know, everything's going to be great. And that's not, that's not true. So I know about this. Trust me, you have to, you have to learn how to manage your expectations. You have to avoid a perfectionistic kind of attitude or you're going to be stressed by the imperfections of life. Now, a number of episodes ago, I talked about excellence and how to have excellence in your life. I stand by it. Excellence and perfection are not the same theme. I remember I went to speak to a football team that had an undefeated season and had just lost their first game and they came and had me speak before their next game. And, and my whole speech was, you can no longer be perfect, but you can still be excellent. The, the per perfect record was gone, but they could still have a great season and a season filled with excellence. So there's a difference between the two. But I'm telling you, if you, if you hold on to that perfectionistic stuff, it's going to just stress you out because of the imperfections of life. You can't let your circumstances cause you to lose hope. You, you can't let your circumstances just cause you to get so upset about so many different things. It's 
crucial, crucial, crucial that you're able to manage your expectations. Natalie Goldberg wrote this. I think it's, it's, it's very insightful. Stress is an ignorant state. It believes that everything is an emergency. Everything is not an emergency. You can't live like that. You can't allow yourself to just think everything's a crisis and everything's an emergency or all you'll end up doing with your life is going from one, putting out one fire to the next fire, to the next crisis, to the next emergency. And that's just not how life works. So you've got to understand that. Have to understand it. So manage your expectations. Here's another strategy. Have life balance. Life is a rhythm of work, rest, and play. And whenever there's an imbalance, our stress levels always increase. Something to think about. How is your life balance right now? Between work, rest, and play. You, you hear a lot about life, work, balance, and it's good, but I think work, rest, and play is a better way to understand life. There needs to be Obviously, work is important, and it's the, it's the biggest chunk of your time, but there's got to be time for rest, and there's got to be time for play. you got to find a way to, to work that in. This week, I'm going to do that very thing. Uh, I'm adding in, in the middle of my week, a, a play option. I haven't done it in a while. It needs to be done. You can't go too long without that. got to make sure you have that in your life. Now, of course, vacations, I've talked about the benefits of vacation, and that, that can fit into the rest and play category. You have to be careful. Again, you go back to the phone and, you know, looking at emails at all hours of the night and taking your phone with you on vacation and checking stuff. I mean, that's what out-of-office email messages are for. And take it from a guy who, who's founded a number of a number of organizations and founded certainly one large one, and knows a lot about what it means to be the top guy. And I'm telling you, you could ask any of my staff when they're on vacation. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be answering emails. I'm not at, at your beck and call. If you contact me, it, it better be really important. And occasionally it has been someone has died, for instance, or there's been some kind of tragedy, but those are few and far between really are in 20 something years. I, I can't think of that many times that that has happened. So you've got to have a, a a work, rest, play balance. Exercise is certainly crucial to the release of tension in your life. Your body has to be cared for. And that's a combination of exercise and diet and rest. You can't avoid these things and say, oh, I don't need to do that stuff. I'm stressed out. But I no, they're really crucial. They're so important. I've been working out my whole life. I've been I've been watching my diet my whole life. I've been working on rest, even though I'm an early riser. I just go to bed early. And I just want to tell you, it, it works. It works. It keeps you healthy. I've never spent a night in the hospital. It keeps you youthful looking, keeps you strong, energetic. It does a lot of really, really, really good things for you. Are you, are you taking care of your body? You only have one. The Bible says the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. In other words, this body matters. The soul matters. Yes, absolutely. Body matters too. Are you taking care of your body and your soul? We'll get to the soul part in a moment. 
you've got to have balance. How do you start your day? How do you spend your morning can set the pace for the rest of your day? How do you start your day? You ever ask yourself that? Like, what do you do? You just immediately start the day by looking at emails or, you know, turn your phone on or maybe you left it on all night and who's texted you and then you start going on the social media. I don't think that's a great way to start your day. There are much better ways to start your day. I, start, I always start my day with God. I start my day in prayer, in, in meditation, on the Bible and the truths of Scripture. I mean, I, I start it very, very quietly and very deliberately, and that's the way I do it every single day. It makes a huge difference. How are you starting your day? Are you taking time to relax, to read, to recreate, to rest, to rejuvenate? All those words starting with an R. Yes, I love alliteration. Relax, read, recreate, rest, rejuvenate, reflect. This is how you break the cycle of stress in your life. These, these are the sort of steps that you take to create a healthy balance in your life so you don't find yourself out of balance and stressed out. Adopting the right attitude can literally convert a negative stress into something positive. Yes, absolutely. You can look at the challenges in your life instead of being stressed by them. You can, you can, you can start your day right, you can have that sort of balance, and you can just see it as a challenge that you're going to take on and you're going to overcome. Absolutely possible. Can be done. In fact, let's uh, kind of segue right into that. Here's another definite strategy. Find the positive. Find the positive in situations. When you adopt the right attitude, you can look for the positive. And there are positives, even in negative situations. You know, they talk about the silver lining in the cloud. Yes, there's a reason why that's a phrase, because it's true. You can find silver linings in clouds. You can find positives even in negative situations. You can see how things can turn out for the good, even if they seem to really look bad. But you've got to look for them. You can't just go into, oh, this stresses me out, oh, this is terrible. That won't work. And you can't take each and every obstacle that's thrown your way personally. Like the world's picking on you. I'll never forget this conversation I had with this guy years ago. He literally said to me, uh, Richmond, Virginia is, is out to get me. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, yeah, it's, it's just this whole place is lined up against me. I mean, it sounded so absurd and ridiculous, I just could hardly believe the guy was saying it, but he was dead serious. Like somehow everyone, you know, over a million people got together and said, let's get him. I mean, come on, how absurd is that? But we can think, you know, we can almost think like, you know, we should always get our way and everything should go our way. I mean, it's just not realistic. Everything is not a 10. And when you blow things out of proportion, you just increase your stress. You just have to you know, just live with reality here. Just, you know, this is the way life is. Life is not always going to go the way you want it to go. Things aren't always going to work out. In fact, 
And I think it's probably amazing sometimes how many things do work out. I was just talking with someone about their vacation. It ended up raining and they ended up coming home a day early. And, you know, that stinks. I mean, you know, the, you, we're all beholden to the weather on our vacations. And you plan a vacation and then the weather doesn't cooperate. That stinks. But, you know, in all the vacations I've taken, the amount of time that weather has been negative has been few and far between. The last two vacations I've taken, the weather has been outstanding. That's, that is a blessing. But, but sometimes we, you know, we just sort of expect it. Like everything, I plan this vacation, I'm spending this money. But, you know, come on, things happen. When I was in Yosemite last summer, no joke, I got there before the fire started. But I mean, like the next day they started. And by the time we were ready to leave, it was like not good. And I think maybe less than a week later, they closed the park completely. Now that was a long planned out trip. The reservations were, had been made like nine months in advance. And I mean, wow. Just, to, just missed it by a few days. And, you know, you could argue that there's pictures we have where it's, where it's smoky, you know, where it's not crystal clear because of it. But, hey, stuff happens. I mean, you know, this is, this is the way life works. Things happen. It doesn't always go the way that you want it to go. But you have to try to find the positives in it. One of the things that was positive is the first night we were there was just a gorgeous night. We were out after dinner actually walking around and I was just taking all these pictures. And really in my mind, I was thinking, I, I could just wait and take these pictures later. But I just took them. I mean, I took some phenomenal pictures. Well, guess what? <laughs> then the fire started and it got all smoky and those pictures were golden because there were those were the best pictures those were the clearest pictures so you know there's the there's the silver lining there's the positive even in the negative and we can always find it if we look for it i think it's it's uh it's a good little thing you can do i mean i if you you know i think it's worth trying and that is uh I did this at my church. I gave, gave everybody a, a Q-tip. Gave everyone a Q-tip. And I said, Here, here's not, it's not because your ears are dirty and they need to be cleaned out. But here's what Q-tip. Quit taking it personally. Q-T-I-P. Quit taking it personally. You know, maybe it's time to kind of take that mentality on. You know, quit taking it personally. Like the world is lined up. I mean, stuff happens to all of us. Every one of us have stressful experiences and stressful situations. That's just, just the way it goes. So don't take everything personally and, you know, act like you're somehow being picked on when you're not. How about one more stress-busting strategy? Pray. Pray about it. Prayer is a powerful stress reliever. I do it every morning. Every morning. The Bible, the Bible says uh, something that, you know, I think is just really, really, really good. It says, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. That's in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. What a great piece of wisdom that is. Pray. Start your day and just unburden yourself to God and just pray about the things that are stressing you out. The things that would cause you to be anxious or to worry. 
And by the way, the next verse of the Bible says, and then the peace of God, listen to this, will control how you think and feel. The peace of God will control how you think and feel. Powerful stuff, all because of prayer. You know, stress may be warning us that somehow we've changed our focus and we've, we've, got, we've got our focus on all our problems instead of our blessings. This is, this is so, so easy to have happen in our lives. You just can shift the focus. And before we know it, we're, we're not counting our blessings. We're not thankful. We don't have gratitude. And instead, all we do is focus on our problems and our stresses. Turn your worries into prayer. Worry less and pray more. Powerful prescription for stress reduction. If you've never tried it, you might want to try it. Just start your day before you, you know, just before you enter into anything. This is what I do. Just start your day in prayer and just talk to God about the things that are concerning you, that are stressing you, and ask for God's help and God's assistance. I always ask a couple of things. First of all, I always ask for wisdom. I ask God to give me wisdom about how to handle situations the best way. I always ask for God's favor. In the Bible, it's called the hand of the hand of God, you know, like God's hand on you, like God's favor. God can just do things. Like, I mean, you could just, like, God can just bless you with some incredible thing that happens to you just out of the blue. You know, you'll get this opportunity. You'll have this offer. It just makes no sense. You didn't earn it. You can't take credit for it. It wasn't your marketing or promotion. God's favor. It's always good to pray for God's favor in your life. I pray for, for God's protection over my family, over those that I love and care about. It's always good to pray for that. Pray God's protection. These are things that you know, I pray about a lot more. We could talk about it. Certainly asking God for things that need to be done. Ask for God's guidance and, and direction in terms of what it is that we're supposed to do with our lives. How can he guide us? You know, I think sometimes in terms of stress, we take ourselves too seriously. But we don't take God seriously enough. Maybe instead of uh, focusing on the problems, we ought to focus on what God can do about those problems and how God can help us solve them. And then when he does, we have to be thankful and we have to have gratitude, and, and, and that's just crucial. And in that same scripture in Philippians, it talks about that too, that we're to be thankful with thankful hearts. With thankful hearts, make your prayers and petitions known to God. Thankful to God for all that he does for us, all the ways that he does provide for our lives, all the way he, all the way he does end up promoting us and blessing us in so many ways. These strategies work, friends. I mean, they will work absolutely positively. If you'll, if you'll put them into practice, I mean, you'll see a huge difference. And here's, here's what I want you to understand. You'll see a huge difference even if circumstances don't change. If you have clear boundaries and you know your priorities, it's just going to be better for you. If you manage your expectations, it's going to be better. If you look for the positive, 
and don't blow up things, it's going to be better for you. If you have a life balance of work and rest and play, it's going to be better. If you pray, it's going to be better. Things, even if nothing outwardly changes, you inwardly are going to be a more peaceful person. And isn't that really what you're, you're going for? To have that kind of peace, inner peace. And again, I like that where it says that both in your, the way you think and the way you feel, in your mind and in your heart, in your mind and in your heart, you'll have God's peace. And that's, that's not at all what it means to be stressed out. Peaceful and stressed out are opposite. And you're, you're, you're going to shoot for the peaceful part and you're going to feel a lot better. Now listen, your circumstances may change. Hey, great. But even if they change, you know, for a while, we can never get rid of the stress. The stressful situations will come visit us in a number of different ways. That's for sure. That's for certain. But again, there are strategies we can employ that will manage the stress better and reduce the intensity of the stress. And that's what we're here, here to do. And that's what I'm here to help you do. So I hope you put these strategies into practice and I think it'll really help you with your stress. And I look forward to talking with you again next week. Take care. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.